What comes to mind when you think horror movies? I'll tell you what I think. I think there are two main types of horror movies. There are the kinds that like to scare you temporarily, and there are the kinds that like to stick with you psychologically, mentally. You think about it, and you remember it for years and years to come. And once in a great while, there comes the movies that have the best of both worlds, the ones that have those kind of jump scares, but at the same time are done so well that you can appreciate the art of the movie itself. You can question things that happen in the movie decades after they're released. I'm thinking of directors that were always able to do this, like Alfred Hitch. Hitchcock, and you know, you can burn me at the stake all you want, but some of the earlier movies done by M. Night Shyamalan, these were two directors that really knew how to make a movie stick with you and kind of spook you out at the same time. To be honest, my earliest recollection of the movie The Haunting in 1999 was one of these types of movies, the ones that stuck with you, the ones that really tried to actually make a movie great while scaring you at the same time. This is what Nostalgia told me about The Haunting, and I have not seen it in several, several years. So I decided to revisit it to see what I thought about it now, how it does after all these years. Does it still hold up, or does it have problems that are kind of unavoidable at this time? I'll tell you. It doesn't hold up whatsoever in in my books. Maybe the very beginning. The very beginning of the movie is really great. You could tell that the cinematography really throughout the movie is very well done. Much more than any modern horror movies. Uh, they're really trying to make this movie look great. And the casting, how many movies can you think of that are horror films that have a cast of people that you know? Pretty much the entire cast of The Haunting are A-class actors, even t by today's standards. So where does it go wrong? Well, it goes wrong in a couple spots, uh, mostly in the visuals and the balance but we'll get into that in just a hot second what is the haunting all about anyways well it's about a group of people that come together under the misdirection of a doctor who studies fear he's bringing them all together basically to scare them just to study how fear works in their minds but they think that they're at this big mansion due to an insomnia study. That's why they think they're all there. Um, but, lo and behold, the house that they are in is actually haunted, and strange things start to happen that nobody can really explain. So let's go ahead and break down the haunting, bit by bit by bit, through five main categories. Again, those five categories are people, writing, behind the scenes, the narrative arc, and the entertainment category, as well 
as look at some specialty questions that I had before watching it again. So let's get into it with the people category. So the way this works is that the people category and every other category in this review is broken down into five subcategories which adds up the points of the final score. Uh, the five subcategories for the people category are acting, characters, casting, importance, and chemistry. Uh, and each of these five subcategories are rated on a zero to two out of two possible star rating. Zero means it was noticeably bad, two means that it was noticeably great in some way or another and it's memorable, and one basically means it wasn't all that fascinating, it was as you expected, and nothing really stood out, and it was probably not memorable. So, when I'm looking at the acting, I kind of went back and forth with this. I think that the actors did a good job, at least the best that they could do with the script that they were provided. Uh, obviously, these are actors that can act, and we have seen them time and time again act, and in this film, they try their best, like I said. However, I was never wowed, and I didn't think that their acting range was ever really phenomenal. It was just okay. And because of that, I have to give it one out of two possible stars. Character-wise, I think that the movie does a pretty good job of showing you who these characters are. And for the most part, they are memorable characters. I mean, Owen Wilson might be, you know, a fictional version of Owen Wilson being Owen Wilson, but in the confines of a horror film, that is different for him. You know, he's typically typecast in these dumb humor, you know, silly things that come out. But this is somewhat of a serious role, given the atmosphere of the film. And everybody else in the movie really pulls it together, and throughout the years, I did remember this movie for the characters, especially Nell, or otherwise known as Eleanor, uh, which, by the way, I think is a perfect name for a horror film character, right along with Clarice. Uh, perfect names. Um, so I'm going to give this two out of two possible stars for the characters. Casting-wise, like I've said, I, I really, really enjoy the casting. I think, though, that it is nostalgia speaking to me when I'm thinking, oh, man, this is the perfect cast. They could have not picked anybody else to play these roles. But thinking about it, you know, that's just nostalgia speaking. Could have anybody else played these roles? Most definitely. I don't think anybody was really born to play the role. Uh, so for casting, I'm going to have to say one out of two possible stars. Uh, Importance-wise, uh, you know, a couple of the characters do play a magnificently important role into the plot direction of the film. That was mostly Nell and the Doctor, played by Liam Neeson. However, the characters that are played by Owen Wilson and... Catherine Zeta-Jones are really characters that don't add that much to the movie. It's almost as if they are there simply to fill a void. It wouldn't work if it was just Nell and the Doctor there. They are the most important. However, they need a, an actual study to be done, so they have these 
pretty much blank, almost flat characters in there, just so it could feel more feel more complete. So as far as importance goes, almost not really though. One out of two possible stars. Chemistry, however, I think everybody did a really good job fitting well together. Um, we all know these are A-class actors, and we know that they can play chemistry well. But I think for the most part, you believe their interactions with each other. And for that reason, I'm going to give chemistry 2 out of 2 possible stars. If we add up all that point, we get 7 out of 10 possible stars for the people category. Moving on, we're going to look at the writing category, which as well has 5 subcategories of its own. So when it comes down to the writing category, we're going to break this down into five subcategories, like I said. Those subcategories are the dialogue, the balance of the film, the depth of the story, its originality, and how interesting the movie is. Okay, so with the dialogue, um, you know, there's nothing that really stands out when it comes down to the dialogue. I mean, it may be the quintessential uh, example of an Owen Wilson movie where he says, wow, the most, uh, but that doesn't really count. Everything else is pretty typical, nothing that you're going to really remember, so I'm going to say one out of two possible stars for that. The balance of the film, I got to tell you, it's a pretty sloppy story, because um, it, it, I don't know if it understands what direction it really wants to go it doesn't understand what what's really haunting the house is it is it the big baddie is it the big baddie's wife is it the is it the kids it's 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 a little bit of everything and then you have like gargoyles that move their heads and and things of the nature that i i don't really understand what the heck's going on and then the story itself the mystery behind everything is so complicated, and it never really needed to be. Uh, it just wanted to make sense when it came down to family ties. It just—it was just way over the top and way over my head when I was watching. And I'm like, it didn't have to be this because it's just—it tried way too hard to be something that it wasn't. So, when it comes down to the balance of the film, I'm going to give this zero out of two possible stars. Um, the depth of the story, uh, I think that there is something there at the heart of the movie, and it has something to do, like I said, with the family ties and what's going on with uh, Nell's own backstory of her family and her mother, who she just lost. Um, and how it all connects with the house. And there is something in there, somewhere, that was important. But since the movie was focusing so much on trying to be different and quote-unquote scary, it's really, really lost in translation. So for Story Death, I'm going to at least give it one out of two possible stars. Originality, I can't say I've really seen anything like it before. I mean, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, since it's kind of all over the place. That being said, it's not your typical haunted house story, so I'm going to give originality two out of two possible stars. Interesting? Yes and no. I was interested in seeing it because 
of nostalgia purposes, I remember actually really, really enjoying this movie. However, when I started watching it, that interest started out really high and pretty much consistently dropped throughout the movie because it just got weirder and weirder and it was just the pace of the film that just got so much more strange so much more convoluted and my interest was just like oh my god just stop the movie already so this is gonna get one out of two possible stars so in the end our writing category gets five out of ten possible stars our subtotal, I guess, is 12 out of 20 possible stars so far. Next up, we're going to be looking at the BTS category, that is Behind the Scenes. Now, I think for the most part, Behind the Scenes is where the movie thrived, for the most part. That being said, one of these subcategories really took a bullet. Now, these subcategories are visuals, cinematography, uh, the editing, the advertisement, and the music and sound. When it came down to the visuals, it was kind of a mixture between practical effects and visual effects. The practical effects weren't actually that bad. However, the visual effects were atrocious. They, they are so aged at this point that anybody watching it for the first time is going to laugh. It is laughable at how bad some of these effects look because at this point in time, 1999, there was just, it was just limited in as far as how good or bad a movie w could look. You could only get so far. So when it came down to technicalities, I think a lot of the CG looked like, I want to say, uh, the original PlayStation, maybe PlayStation 2 stuff it didn't look good it was too smooth there was no details and because of that you could tell that when they were trying to bend or distort reality by making these ghostly figures appear you could tell that those ghostly figures looked incredibly fake so because of that visuals has to get a zero out of two possible stars Everything else actually does a pretty good job. The cinematography is one of the best aspects of the movie. It looks very nice, at least when they are focusing on camera work and making the movie feel uh, expansive and huge and, you know, creepy at the same time. It does a very good job with that. That definitely gets two out of two possible stars. Editing, eh, it's not super challenging. It's basically what you expect. Editing's only going to get the one out of two possible stars. But uh, everything else gets perfect points. Advertising, it is as advertised. No false advertisement there. Two out of two possible stars. And the music and sound, that's another one of the few things that makes the movie feel really great. Right as the movie begins, you have this breathy, uh, intro musical montage that sounds like somebody breathing and it's just creepy and then it goes into a musical score that sounds somewhat similar to some of the songs uh, that Alfred Hitchcock had composed for his films so the music 
definitely does stick with you. That gets two out of two possible stars. So the BTS category actually gets seven out of ten possible stars. Next up, we're going to be looking at the narrative arc category. Okay, so what do we look for with the narrative arc? If you were ever in an English class, you should probably know this. It's the introduction, the inciting incident, the obstacles, the climax, and the falling action. Okay, these are the things that I look for in a movie. Not every movie has all of these things. In fact, uh, the, the haunting is actually missing somewhat of one of these aspects. So the introduction does a good enough job at presenting to you who these people are and what's going on in the movie. Uh, that gets two out of two possible stars. The inciting incident is ultimately when they all come together in the mansion, but it's mostly when the hauntings actually begin. So that gets two out of two possible stars. The obstacles are pretty much what you would expect. The movie does continually grow with the thrilling things that happen. Whether or not you think they're scary or thrilling is up to you, but they are obstacles, so that gets two out of two possible stars. The climax is a big culmination that feels bigger than anything else in the movie. That gets two out of two possible stars. However, when it comes down to the falling action, I ask, does it calm down and does it return to a new sense of norm? It calms down, but it doesn't really come to a new sense of norm. So for that, I'm only going to give it one out of two possible stars, which we added all that up together. Our narrative arc category gets a full score of nine out of ten possible stars. Nine. Next up, we're looking at the entertainment category. So, how do you define an entertaining movie? What do you get entertained by? I think for the most part, any movie kind of goes through these five things. And we're talking about if the movie is rewatchable, if you have a fun experience while watching, regardless of any technical problems, did you have fun? Uh, do you have any impulse to buy it right away, or at the very least own it, like as a gift or something? Uh, do you have any impulse to talk about it? Do you want to run off to somebody and be like, hey, you got to check this movie out. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's pretty unique, whatever the case may be. And uh, does it suck the audience in? These are the five things that I thought of right away when it came down to what makes a movie entertaining. So, is The Haunting entertaining? Let's take a look. Now, I would be a hypocrite if I didn't give rewatchable full points. Because to be honest, I have rewatched this multiple times. So I'm going to have to go ahead and give this two out of two possible stars. Is it a, a fun experience while watching? I think certain elements of the movie are, and I think those elements are specifically when it's not too convoluted, and it's not trying to be something that it's not, and it's pretty simple, straightforward stuff. It can be creepy, and it can lure you in and those elements specifically I think you'll have a fun experience with however at the same time because it does get convoluted because so many things do happen I'm hard-pressed to say that it's not always a fun movie so for this I'm gonna give it half point and say one out of two possible stars impulse to buy it or own it well once upon a time I wouldn't have mind owning it I don't think I would have ever bought it but I, I don't think I would have mind owning it, but seeing it again 
after so many years has made me change my mind about that. I don't I don't want this movie. I, I'm not going to add it to my wish list. I'm not going to go out there and buy it. So this one definitely gets zero out of two possible stars for me. Uh, any impulse to talk about it with somebody? No. I'm not, I'm not going to go off Russians to somebody saying, Hey, you got to check out this movie. It's great. It's unique. It's different. It's awesome. Because it's not. And it, I have no impulse whatsoever to talk to anybody about it. So this gets zero out of two possible stars. Uh, as far as sucking the audience in, eh, it, it's... Uh, like I said, when it's not convoluted, you can really respect the artistry of the filmmaking process, right? You can respect what they were doing with the camera work. You can respect what they were doing with the music and the sound and trying to make it feel creepy. The atmosphere um, is is pretty pretty powerful. And those are the moments where you do get sucked into what's going on. However, once it does get convoluted, which happens pretty quickly in the movie, you do lose your interest. So for this, I'm going to have to give it only one out of two possible stars. So we add up all those points, we get four out of ten possible stars for the entertainment category, which basically means eh, it's, you know, it's got entertaining elements, but it's, you know, I've seen better, basically. Uh, Alright, next up we're going to be looking at the specialty category. These are the five things that I wanted to know specifically about The Haunting. So, what are the five things that I wanted to know about The Haunting coming into this as a multiple viewing? Um, well, think about it yourself. What, what are the, some of the few things that you would want to know about The Haunting before you saw it? Uh, first and foremost, it's a horror movie, right? So you want to know if it's scary. Um, from my nostalgia, I can probably tell you that yes, I was definitely creeped out by it. But revisiting it, it's not that scary. It could have been easily if they didn't go down the convoluted path that they went down. Because once that happened, the interest left me. My creepiness factor left me everything did and once it becomes laughable you really can't sit here and say any part of the movie is really all that scary so this gets zero out of ten possible stars another thing that you're going to notice about the movie is it's a pretty early uh film starring liam neeson how does he do in this we all know how popular he is nowadays how did he do back then he did okay and that's all I can really say about it because it's nothing memorable. It's nothing, you know, specific that I'll remember him by. He did okay, so I'm going to at least give it half points and say 5 out of 10 possible stars for Liam Neeson. Often when we're talking about horror movies, I understand that a lot of these movies aren't always that scary. So the next thing that I want to know is, does it at least thrilling? You know, is it a thriller in in that regards? I think this is more along the lines of where the film fits as a genre for thriller. Um, as those moments that aren't convoluted and aren't laughable are actually pretty decently thrilling, uh, especially with the atmosphere that it came out with. So I'm going to at least give this half point, say 5 out of 10 possible stars, because... You know, it's not ultimately the most thrilling movie I've ever seen, 
but it does an okay job. Uh, another thing that I remembered about the movie but couldn't remember perfectly was the mystery behind everything. So how's the mystery? Well, I can't deny that there isn't a mystery going on that they have to, you know, dig deep into and find out what's going on, the real story behind the house. That's there, but it's so convoluted that by the second clue, you really don't care anymore. And there's a lot of clues. So, mystery, I'm going to at least give it half points and say 5 out of 10 possible stars, but nothing more than that. Uh, finally, uh, where I would normally say is this a halfway decent movie, I've seen it multiple times. So I'm going to say something else. I'm going to say, does it hold up? And the real answer to that is no, it really, really doesn't. That being said, um, I can appreciate, as I've said a couple times in the, in the review, I can appreciate the artistry of the filmmaking, which is a ton better than a lot of modern horror films these days, and I have to give that credit and say at least half points and say 5 out of 10 possible stars. If we add up all those points together, we get 52 out of 100 possible stars. 52%. Guys, tell me what you thought of The Haunting. And if, the, if you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it, rate it, and review it. If you have any questions or concerns or comments or whatever, make sure to email me at dave at daveexaminsmovies.com. Look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, guys, peace out.